everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talk in Tunes. Today we have with us Zach Cornell. Thank you so much, Zach, for joining us, doing the takeover um, this morning. How are you doing today? What's the weather like in Nashville? It is nasty in North Carolina this morning. But yeah, uh, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Uh, yeah. It's about as hot as it's been since I've moved here. So, <laughs> yeah. Good morning. It is super hot here. I think someone has said it is supposed to be like right at 100 degrees today. Yeah, that sounds right. I think we're about on pace with the same thing. <laughs> I know. That is miserable. And we yeah. have like awful thunderstorms here this morning, which it's cleared out now. The sun is shining. So, I mean, always in the summertime after thunderstorms, it seems like the humidity just adds on top of that. And it's even worse. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like, I need the beach. I'm ready to be at the beach to where I don't have to deal with the humidity quite so bad. Yeah, I'm right. Now, you're originally from Texas, so I've never been to Texas. It's on my bucket list. I'm going to go to Texas yeah. one of these days. But what is, like, the weather, like, is the humidity as bad in Texas as it is in Tennessee and North Carolina? Uh, not in my part of Texas. Uh, I'm from up close to Amarillo, and so it's okay. really dry. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah. The temperature wise, it'll get. We'll have days up past 110 throughout yeah. the summer. Um, but the heat is just a whole different animal. I, I think I would take the Texas heat over this. You know, 95 and breathing through a straw, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The humidity just adds a different animal to the heat is just makes it miserable oh yeah for sure awful so i've been to arizona so does that compare is that the same like texas heat to arizona heat is it kind of similar yeah yeah it's real similar um i went to arizona for the first time um i think august of last year and it felt like i stepped off a plane in texas so yeah <laughs> uh, that's the first thought so they must be right on par with each other <laughs> All right. All right. That works. Um, well, I am going to make it to Texas one of these days. I have caught flack for this my entire life. It's okay. I can yeah. handle it. But I am a huge Cowboys fan. I am a huge football fan. have always been a Cowboys fan. So my dream is to go to Texas. I've got to go during football season. Yeah. I have to go when the Cowboys are playing. I have to get used to saying this, the Washington football team. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I grew up 45 miles south of D.C. Okay. So growing up a Cowboys fan in Redskin country, that was yeah. quite interesting. So I've always said I've got to go watch the Cowboys when they're playing the Redskins. That's like, yeah. that's my bucket list to do thing. I've got to do that. Yeah, and that's always a good game too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I mean, you know, I'm a 70s baby, 80s teenager. So, of course, growing up as a teenager, that's when the Cowboys Redskin rivalry was at its best. And yeah. I don't know, it's just, it's always stuck. I don't care like how good or bad those teams will ever be. That will be a rivalry that will always exist. And so, like, that's the game that I have to go see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm with them and the Eagles, either one. I just, can't stand them. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. So are you a Cowboys fan as well? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I understand catching a lot of grief for it. Yeah. <laughs> Been yeah. a little. I mean, if you're a diehard, true and true fan, like you stick with them no matter what. Yeah, there's been some rough years in there too. <laughs> I know, right? But we stick by them no matter what. And yeah. it's even worse when I live, like now that you live in Tennessee, do people expect you to be a Titans fan? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, when I'm asking like to turn the Cowboys game on and stuff, people kind of look at me crazy. And yes. We're actually, D Dallas is actually coming here this year. So we're going to that game and catch all kinds of flack for wearing a Cowboys jersey to a Titans game and yes I totally get it people expect me to be a Panthers fan and yeah. I'm like look I'm old I was here before the Panthers were so yeah I don't have to jump on that bandwagon <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like I'm not doing it sorry yeah I root for the Titans when they're not playing the Cowboys or something like that I, just yeah. from being kind of started rooting for them on some stuff but um, I'll always be a Cowboys fan first and foremost. Yeah. Well, I will pull for the Titans before I ever will the Panthers. I can't yeah. stand them. They're yeah. like They're like down there with the Redskins as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I agree with you there. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't do it. All right. Enough football talk. Let's go to music. Um, I am in love with your music. Like, I am such a fan. Um, when I first heard um still alone and then when i listen to the rest of your music still a while sorry i don't know why i said still alone i want yeah. to say the title of your song for some reason um sure. no just kidding just kidding um when i first heard it my immediate thought was and i i really i don't know why i do this because i hate comparing one artist to other artists but mm -hmm. i just couldn't help it when i heard your voice particularly with this song i was like oh my gosh i'm like getting a john anderson throwback here oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was like a john anderson throwback crossed over with a zach brown yeah okay yeah i'll and take I, <laughs> yeah I, I mean that's like a huge compliment because like those are two of my favorites yeah and so definitely getting that vibe and then as i was listening to um your 2020 album and i was mm -hmm. going through all the songs on that you're like dipping into a little bit of everything and uh -huh. i was getting a lot of different vibes there and let me look at it so i don't get the song title wrong get back soon like, yeah oh my god i love that song <laughs> i was getting like a bluesy beach vibe on yeah. that like you could go to new orleans and sing that song, people would love it. You yeah. can take that song to the beach and people would love it. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm down for this song. Like, I love it. And <laughs> then I was trying to like, I was like, all right, let's see if I can pick a favorite off this album. And I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I was like, I was down for every single song, but I will give you my top four off that album. Okay. Get back soon. Tomorrow, Birdie song, and why shouldn't I? Yeah, and I'm not surprised you because those are not like the ones that I don't know if you released as a single or not the ones that are like topping the charts. But I don't know. I'm usually the one that picks the underdogs for whatever reason. But yeah, those are my favorites are the ones that just kind of like stuck with me the most. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, I think it's kind of funny. It seems like uh, the songs that you, you think will do the best when you release something are usually the songs that don't get as many lessons as uh, the other ones. Um, I know on that record, Next to Mine did much better than anything else, and um, I was really not one to record that one. I wanted to do everything but. Really? Uh, and so it just shows you just never really know what's going to go anywhere or what somebody's going to like or dislike. I thought Birdie's song was the best written song on the whole record. I love it. Um, I love that. One. And I, and by the way, I didn't name those in any particular order. Sure. Uh, yeah. I love that song. I think it was beautifully written, beautifully done. Um, I mean, it, I mean, I guess that one I could relate to. It really resonated with me. Um, and maybe that's what drew me to that one so much. Um, but I mean, that whole album, I just loved that one. Um, and of course, I mean, we're going to talk about all your music and um, stay a while and everything else that you've got going on so much more. But I'm going to stop talking for a minute and let you go ahead and play something for us, sing something for us. Um, I don't know what you want to start off with and end with. I'll let you, whatever you want to do for us. Um, tell us about which song you want to start off with and how the song came to life and whatever you want to tell us about it, set us up for it. And then I'll just turn it over to you. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll play uh, stay a while. Okay. Uh, just do a single. Um, and I really, I wrote that one. I've been on a big, uh, Keith Whitley kick and I was some of his stuff from when he was real young and uh, kind of doing more bluegrass stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I was just wanting to write something with a little bit of bluegrass influences on it, kind of those melodies and stuff like that. And um, I just kind of came up with that little chord progression. It just kind of came out. Um, and I was also, I guess at the same time thinking about, um, the early days of dating my wife. Um, and it just got me thinking about the times where you're, you know, kind of still figuring out a relationship and if it's going to go somewhere, or, um, what the deal is. So it kind of, once I kind of got on that, it just all came out and came, came through really, really quick. I think it took 30 minutes to write and, um, those don't come out like that very often, but it's sure nice when they do. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the best ones are the ones that just flow out like that. Yeah. That you don't necessarily write. They just come to you. And yeah. yeah, I think the best ones write themselves for sure. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, you're staying. Let me stay a while. We'll talk about dreams and diamonds and I'll play a while. I'll sing a little song for you. You invited me up and they saying it's getting late. It's much too soon to end such a perfect day. I know that you're lonesome. You know that I am too. So what do you say? Make some room for me and you. Let me stay a while. We'll talk about dreams and diamonds and I'll play a while. 
song um probably like six months ago oh wow okay kind of i guess thinking back i don't know thinking uh, back on it. yeah it just kind of uh like i said it just came through um i had that little idea let me stay a while um and i kind of have this running joke with my wife that you know writing songs about meeting somebody or something so she's always thinking you're gonna write a song about meeting me and instead um random story so I, I that kind of got the gears going in that direction trying to ride some kind of more more true to what's really happened for me yeah i like that well and i mean obviously you can write songs that are well i don't know do you typically write songs that are more based on your real life experiences or that are not based on your real life experiences um, I think it depends. Um, when I first came to Nashville a few years ago, I I really, it was almost like I had to write something that had happened to me personally or something real close to that. And I learned real fast that um, you can write a lot of good songs that really have nothing to do with my story or anything like that. Right. Uh, 
I think it really just depends on the song. Um, yeah. Some of these new songs I have recorded, like there's a murder ballad on there, and obviously I didn't go kill somebody. Oh, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> uh, I think there's a good mix. Um, I, I heard Alan Jackson saying one time that um, a lot of his songs, he blends the truth of what he had grown up with uh, something that could be related to a little better and kind of finds a middle ground there. And uh, I've tried to do that on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I think everybody, especially creative people, artists, uh, musicians, um, I mean, y'all naturally have great imaginations. So I think it would be, I mean, I would think it would be easy for you to be able to take a real life circumstance and add some imagination to that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you're creative for a reason. So why sure. that creativity to not, not necessarily lie, but just make something more creative. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that song Devil's Been Working, uh, the title track for that first record. Yeah. Um, what that was, I wrote that uh, right before we moved to town. And um, I remember being intimidated about coming to Nashville. And uh, so I, I was like, well, this could go wrong and this could go wrong. Um, it just kind of turned into this story of the worst case scenarios, the most over the top crazy things that could go wrong. Yeah. Uh, I think that was kind of my way of trying to say, well, it can't get this bad. Even if it is bad, it's not going to go this wild. Yeah. I guess that's kind of the first song I wrote that kind of mixed the two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, that's definitely creative right there. I mean, and that's not, that is not at all lying. I mean, that's something that we all do with yeah. something. You take a situation and your mind gets to wondering and it's not at all far fetched to let your mind go to the worst place. Yeah. Think, you know, and there's probably not a musician alive that has made that trek to Nashville that hasn't thought the worst things possible. Yeah. You think the be you want to hope for the best, but you think all these terrible things. So oh, yeah. you just wrote a song about it. So, you know, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, why not? Put it all out there. And I mean, that's just, proof positive that anything can be turned into a song like yeah do you warn like your friends and family like be careful what you say or do around me because it could turn into a song yeah it it kind of does um <laughs> just know you might end up in a song and you probably won't be named so you can kind of <laughs> stay in the shadows but your your story might end up in the song for sure <laughs> Your story might end up there, but I, I'll change your name. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. I love that. <laughs> I know. If I'm ever, I, I'd be careful. Well, no, I'm not. I was going to say, I'm never careful about what I say. Yeah. So if some song comes out of something I've said on one of these shows, I'm going to be like, mm, yep, I know that was something I said to him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You'll be the co-writer really right yeah just give me credit if i say something that inspires you for a song just give me credit yeah, yeah. that'd be a pretty good gig yeah <laughs> right i know just be like that was stacy's from route 66 she said that 
Yeah. <laughs> that was her. <hard. laughs> that was her. She didn't even know she was a songwriter, and she did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is Stay a While, is that going to be just a single on itself, or is that leading up to another album? No, I've actually got a full album recorded now. Um, uh, putting some finishing touches on it. And uh, so hoping you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got another single coming out here before too long. And then uh, at some point I'm going to put out the full record. And um, I think it's, it's fairly diverse. Like that first one, it's got stuff dipping its toes in a lot of different genres. And yeah. Um, it's That's a little what I liked about that one. I know a lot of, so that was going to be my next question. I know a lot of artists like feel like, their albums have to be very cohesive. They have to follow like a certain pattern plan. Yeah. But you don't necessarily go that route. You kind of, or based off this last album anyway. Yeah. The last album definitely was not like that. You had a little bit of all kinds of different flavors in there. Yeah. So this next album is kind of following that same route. Yeah. It's, it's a little more true to just country, but it, it definitely um, sticks its head into a few different genres. Um, I I love country music more than anything, but I also, you know, I love Tom Petty. And I love listening to rock and some of these modern guys that are making really cool stuff. Um, but I don't think I would ever be inclined to make a full rock album or a full blues record or something like that. Yeah. No, I don't really get that vibe from you. I definitely get a correct me if I'm wrong I'm gonna like say what I think you are so tell me if I'm like way off base here sure. I get a definite traditional country vibe off of you um that kind of goes back to the John Anderson vibe that I got yeah. uh, but I definitely feel like a little bit of Leonard Skinnerd vibe thrown in there um can definitely feel the Tom Petty vibe in there so some rock some like not just tom petty but maybe like bruce springsteen-ish mm -hmm. kind of like that kind of rock vibe in there um i wouldn't say so i'm gonna say along those kind of lines of that kind of rock vibe like tom petty bruce springsteen-ish yeah. kind of like that not to the rock side like bon jovi or ozzy osbourne yeah, I'd say that's right track there. Yeah, more the the rock guys that are telling stories like that, you know, that are yeah. still. Uh, I mean, you could throw some Tom Bay songs into country stations and they'd fit in, yeah. and, um, or even I mean, the Eagles get yeah. all radio play, and um, of course they're considered <laughs> rock first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. But I think kind of. That's something I love, but it's not my main focus. So sometimes it kind of sneaks in, um, even if I don't realize it, it's just from influences and from having listened to that stuff so much. Yeah. Uh, and it all just kind of weasels its way in somehow. Yeah, well, there's definitely some of those 70s, 80s rock bands or rock singers that were more on the storytelling end than... Mm -hmm like rock like the hair band rock people or like Ozzy Osbourne you know metal rock yeah 
So you're more like on the storytelling end of the rock spectrum. Yeah, I think so. Cause I mean, I, I think that's really the, the basis of, of country music songs and of country music is a good story or something that's something. And, uh, I love all that hair music and stuff. It's, it's cool and it's fun, but, uh, as far as lyrics, there's not hair for it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the, the guys like Tom Petty that, you know, I, the first stuff of his, I heard was really more of his, kind of laid back stuff without the heartbreakers. And I, I really like that because those feel like country records. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of rock. Um, and so I was just always drawn to that. And uh, over time kind of started mixing that in with some of the traditional country guys and some old country and stuff like that. And it yeah. kind of manifests itself in a song. Yeah. Now, do you come from a musical family or are you the first? No, I'm the first. Um, one of my sisters got a guitar when she was in high school, and um, I just wanted to play it because she didn't want me to. <laughs> Eventually, she gave up and gave it to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was really that sibling rivalry is what started it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just a hobby for years. It was just kind of playing a few chords and that was it or trying to learn some song and um a couple years into college i started um, taking it a little more seriously and started wanting to write uh real music and songs that meant something instead of just kind of picking around it just kind of snowballed from there yeah so did you go to college for music or did you have a different college pathway no i i went for everything but i changed majors over and over I, I never knew what I wanted to do, really. Um, and I ended up getting a marketing degree, actually. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, it helps a little now. But uh, yeah, got this sales job, and they flew me up to Pennsylvania for this training and all this, and I thought it was going to be a great gig. And I got back, and I think I quit like three days in. Just <laughs> I wanted to go back to singing in dive bars and <laughs> doing that. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But now you're probably glad you have that marketing degree. That You see how helpful that is in the music yeah. industry. Yeah, it can come in handy for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. It, I think anything to give you a little advantage over everybody else is really beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially in this day and age that we're in, in social media and everything being internet-based for the music industry um like and i'm not knocking anybody that has just like dropped out of high school or college and chased their music dreams do do you do whatever is you but i highly encourage anybody to go to college and get a degree in business yeah at, at a minimal because I feel like there's so many musicians that don't know how to manage their business. And mm-hmm. this is a business. Yeah. And you hear too many horror stories about musicians being taken advantage of and they lose everything that they have worked so hard for because someone is just literally taking advantage of them because 
they didn't know how to run their own business. Yeah. And to me, that is so sad. I hate to see these, you know, and I mean, everybody's dream is to have a record deal. Mm -hmm. I hate to see these big record label companies take advantage of independent artists because they know they want that record deal. Yeah. And you see it a lot. Yeah. Um, even just people I've known since I got to town that um, something looks like a great opportunity and um, then they end up getting really messed up off of it. And um, Taylor Swift is the prime example to, she should be the like poster child for what can happen to you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, but hey, she's, I mean, it took her a while, but she turned it all around and got all of her stuff yeah. back. But I mean, she should be an example to everybody of like, what not to do. Like, oh, you yeah. don't want to happen to you. Like, protect all of your music. Like, yeah. I, I didn't look at the credits for like every single song on your last album, but so correct me if I'm wrong. Did you write every song on your last album? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. I co-wrote them with my wife, um, but everything. Oh, she helped write some of them. She helped me write a birdie song. That is amazing. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I I wanted that to be like a a rocking out song, and um, all I had was when I die, bury me, wherever. Um, and I thought it'd be kind of, you know, rocking, kind of a Skinner type sound or something. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, and she said, "No, that's not what you need to write. It needs to be." this little heartfelt acoustic song and um she helped on a lot of the a lot of the lyrics she doesn't necessarily sit down and write the lyrics yeah uh, um, she'll sit there every now and then and say no don't do that or take it this direction <laughs> or have you thought of this and um it, it can be very helpful sometimes yeah. on the song absolutely i love that you have that a lot of people don't have that she's your sounding board that you know, you can rely on to give you honest feedback that, yeah. you know, some people may placate you and be like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And it really sucks. But yeah. she's going to be honest with you and be like, no, Zach, you need to do this or do that. Or that yeah. doesn't sound as good as you think it does. <laughs> yeah, she's done that several times. Yeah. Yeah. Or she Tell me, no, don't sing that cover. It doesn't sound as good as you think it does or something yeah. like that. Well, okay. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs somebody like that in their, yeah. you know, in their corner. So good for her to like not be afraid to tell you the the honest truth. Like, yeah. Somebody like that. So that's, that's awesome. So do you always run your songs by her to get her, her opinion or are you sometimes... I don't know that scared is the right word, but are you sometimes like very adamant that you like what you like and you don't want her opinion or do you always run it by her? Um, most songs I, I just ask her what she thinks and um, I'll, I'll talk about the story of a song with her, if it should go this direction or that direction or what could be done with it. You know, after I have a verse and a chorus, it's, yeah. The story's still not finished, and um, sometimes she'll help me kind of think of something that's not just the easy song to write. Um, but there's a few that I I just, the ones I know are really good, and I just show her, and I'm kind of thinking, yeah, you have to like this. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> gotta, 
Uh, and uh, usually she likes those, but every now and then she still says, maybe you ought to work on that a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you decide? I know different artists have their different processes, but when it comes to putting an album together, how do you decide when you've got such a catalog of songs that you have worked on over a time period, how do you decide like with this upcoming album that you have, how have you narrowed it down and decided, okay, these are the songs that's going on this album? Mm -hmm. um, well, this one, the first step I take is I usually, this time I think I had three songs that I knew I had to record. They had to be on the record no matter what. Um, and then everything else, it's it's kind of a balance of um, making sure it's not a record of 10 slow ballads or, or yeah. 10 rocking out songs. Um, I have a tendency to, if I could just play anything in the world, it would just be a bunch of slow, sad songs over and over and waltzes and all that boring stuff that makes people want to write songs. <laughs> <laughs> but this one, I thought it, it's got to have some something upbeat. Um, and I actually did two cover songs on this one because I, um, I think that's a great way to kind of pay respect to those that have come before me and made music and made me want to get into music. Yeah. And uh, so it, it's got a, a good mix on this one. There's uh there's some old country and there's some uh, newer sounding stuff. And um, they just kind of, like you said earlier, they, I don't really put a record together to, to be a cohesive story. And I think it's really cool when people do that and uh, maybe down the road, but um, right now I just try to pick seven or eight of the best songs and then a couple more that I, I just really like personally that yeah. may not be marketable, but um, I think they still deserve to get thrown in. Yeah. Right now you're just trying to show the world who Zach is. Yeah. You're not trying to make an album that is a story. Sure. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I mean, sometimes, you know, a cohesive album that all goes together that tells a story, sometimes there's a, there's a time for that. But yeah. you're just trying to introduce yourself to the world, so to speak. I mean, you've already done that, but you know what I'm saying. If you're yeah. just trying to, like, show the world, this is who I am right now. This is what I want you to know about me a variety of different songs. I say that's okay. It doesn't always have to be a cohesive mix of songs. Yeah, I agree. And in a way, I'm still kind of finding out what sound I like the most. You know, it's yeah. still, still almost just uh, figuring it out as I go thing and yeah. try this and try that. And eventually it gets kind of honed into a certain, certain rabbit hole or something like that. Well, yeah, especially if you're still trying to figure out that exact sound that you want to be the exact sound. And yeah. once you figure that out, then then I feel like is the time to maybe put out a cohesive story album. Yeah, I totally agree. That's the time that you can say, okay, now I know who I am. Let me tell you a story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember I said that. I get credit for that. Yeah, there we go. That'll go on the song. <laughs> That'll go on the song. Put that on the, the album credits. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> All 
All right. So this album coming up, do we have a release date? Can you tell us that yet? Or is that still under wraps? Um, that's still under wraps, mainly because I'm not sure exactly how I want to approach it yet. <laughs> uh, totally. Yeah, this is, it's such a weird time for music. Um, you know, sometimes you throw a whole album out, and even if the album's great, it gets kind of buried under all the singles. Everybody's right. it, it does seem like it's like a singles world right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it, it's so many singles before you release an album. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, I go through, and if I like a song, I go listen to the whole record. But I do too. Uh, a lot of people listen to music very differently than that. And so... Uh, I try to take that into account. I know a lot of people, um, they'd rather just listen to a song and then in six months, they'll listen to a different song. Um, so I'm trying to kind of find a middle ground there of releasing stuff the way I want to release it, but also releasing it the way that um, kind of gives you a return on it there. Yeah. I love that vinyls have come back. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I'm going to like probably piss a lot of people off saying this. And it's, it's weird because I mean, I listen to Spotify like crazy. I listen to Apple music like crazy. Um, and I know that's like the way of the world right now, but I'm, I'm telling my age by saying this, I come from the vinyl world. That was, you know, the day that I came from, I love that vinyls are making a comeback. God knows I wish I still had all the vinyls that I had. Yeah. Um, but I, I miss that time of like waiting for that wanted vinyl to come out so you could rush to the record store and buy it. And yeah. You, I mean, you didn't have to, you could skip over it, but you basically had to listen to every song on the vinyl. Mm. You, you couldn't just, you know, download what song you wanted off of Spotify. Yeah. You had to listen to them all. And so, I mean, I love that vinyls are making a comeback and I wish every artist, I mean, I know it's not cost effective, but I wish every artist would still put out vinyls to where yeah. people would want to listen to every song that's on the album. Yeah. And but you know in this modern age with spotify and apple you don't have to do that and that's why it is a singles world but yeah. you know when i go to spotify if someone has an album out instead of just listening to their singles like with you i went to your album and i i let it just play through each song because mm -hmm. i wanted to hear each and every song that you had yeah instead of just listening to the singles yeah. And I went to the album specifically because I wanted to hear the songs on that album. I didn't want it skipping through this song to that song, you know, going yeah. random. Sure. I wanted to hear the album as it was put out. Um, so I love that. I I still like albums being put out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I listened to it the way it was intended and in the order that you put them on the album because yeah. for whatever reason you put them on there in that order yeah for sure and i mean you did it for a reason 
and you know sometimes artists do it strategically for a specific reason yeah I want you to listen to those songs in that order for either some reason or maybe no reason at all yeah so I always listen to them in that order um so I don't know I love albums I don't I could be in the mar minority maybe I'm not I don't know but I love albums so yeah I I agree I and I that's one reason I like to listen to a record all the way through is because somebody put those songs in that order for that reason or this reason or that. Um, but I, I think it really is a singles world right now. I mean, people will, I get a lot of the people requesting songs off of a record and um, I'll play a different song from the same record and uh, they've never heard it, um, which to me is crazy because I, I want to go listen to the whole record every time I hear a song. Yeah. But it's just, I guess, just changing with, with us having every song at our fingertips instead of having to get a vinyl out. And it's more trouble to skip a song on a vinyl than it is to just wait three minutes for it to go by. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I guess if on a different song, it makes it a little more tempting to just skip back and forth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if you remember, like, back in, I don't know if Spotify did this or not, but I know it was Pandora when Pandora first come out, like you could only skip so many times. Yeah. If you remember that, like I yeah. think in a 24 hour period or something, you could only skip like, I don't know, four or five times. I can't remember what it was. And then you had to wait until that 24 hours was over before you could skip any more songs. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I like that. It, it made you listen to songs you didn't know. Yeah. And Covered like, a lot right, of skips for the day. You have to yeah. listen now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crazy. Anyway, all right. So how we're almost out of time. I'm watching the clock. So um, how many more singles will come out? So um, "Stay a While" is one of the singles on the upcoming album. How many more singles, or do you know, will be coming out before the unknown release date of the album? Um, at least two more. At least two? Okay. Uh, possibly more than that, but uh, I know there's two more that I think would do really well uh, by themselves. Um, and uh, it's it's a great way these days to try to gain a little momentum before you put out a full record. Is Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have to play the game the way it is today, yeah. and that is <laughs> that's the game of today. Um, yeah. Do you have a release date on the the next single coming out? Um, not yet, but not yet. Uh, it's been within a month. So it'll, okay. it'll be pretty quick. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, yeah. keep you updated on that. And we'll, um, of course, be following your Instagram, your socials to uh, stay up to date on that. And I know that we are running out of time. So I'm going to let you end the show with another song, if you will. Um, I'll let you set us up for that one. And while sure. you ready for that i just want to thank you again for coming on the show today it's been a blast getting to know you and thank you for doing the takeover um i look forward to the upcoming album and more singles to come um i'm i'm re i'm ready for more music from you i am definitely a fan now love your music um it just gives me such a like i said in the beginning such a throwback vibe but with a modern twist and I am definitely loving it. So 
new fan forever now. So let me know if you're coming to North Carolina or if I'm coming to Nashville, I'm going to be looking you up because I definitely want to see you live. That would be, I can just imagine you would be super fun to see live in concert, I'm sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah, hopefully that'll happen at some point. Yeah, uh, sure. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, I hope we can do this again sometime. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. And well, um, I'm going to play one. This is more on the old school country side of things. Uh, and it, it's one of those where uh, it took a long time to write. It's kind of the opposite of stay a while. Um, I had this idea. I was, I was wanting to write a song about Texas. And um, I got to thinking there's, there's just not a whole lot of songs about there's a lot of songs about the same things i think and that's unavoidable but um mm -hmm. does fort worth ever cross your mind had come on the radio and i thought there's a lot of songs about dallas and fort worth and all of that and so i thought i'm just gonna write a song about a city you don't hear many songs about um so i started writing one called abilene um just trying to be different and weird i guess but um, ended up just turning into this kind of old school country, um, like just old little thing that that's kind of just a throwaway song that just barely got added to this record. But I think uh, I think it's a good little jam, maybe. All right. Thank God, be happy and great. Sure, someone could send me one way. There's a red-headed girl used to live in that town. She's got a one bed in which I can stay. Maybe I could thumb down a stranger. Four wheels and one open safe. I'm home that's leaving Texas tomorrow. There ain't nothing left here for me. There's a hundred one songs about Fort Worth and Dallas. They just ain't calling my name. Think I'll be going where nobody knows. Picked up my bags from the backseat, watched eighteen wheels roll away. I'm hoping and praying outside of her door. I don't even know what I'll say. But there's a hundred one songs about Fort Worth and Dallas. They just ain't singing to me. Think I'll be going where nobody. And the bright lights ain't too bright 
right in the middle of nowhere. That's where tomorrow I'll be. I long for the land where nobody knows. Never I'm headed for Abilene. That's, that's called Abilene. Abilene. I like that. Now, is that's going to be on the upcoming album? Uh-huh. All right. A little sneak peek. Unreleased one. I love when people do yeah. songs and give us a little sneak peek of the sure. coming. All right. Well, keep me updated on the new album coming up, singles, releases, um, so we know. So, well, not so we know what's coming, but keep me updated so we can expect. So we know when to expect it. Sorry, my work all twisted up here. Sure. Um, <laughs> Thank you again for coming on the show today, doing the takeover. Um, been so much fun getting to know you a little bit better and getting to know your music. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I look forward to next time. Absolutely. You are officially a part of the Route 66 family now, so anytime you are always welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Those that joined and watched us live, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Those that watched the We'll watch, I can't talk today, y'all. Those that will watch the replay, we thank you as well. If you're not already following Zach, y'all make sure you go follow him on all socials. Go to your favorite streaming platform. Say a while that he did at the beginning of this show is already out on all streaming platforms. Make sure you go stream it, download it, share it with all of your Again, I can't talk. Share it with all of your friends. Make sure you're following him on all socials. So you're ready for the new and upcoming album when it comes out and two singles upcoming one in the next month. So y'all be ready. Thanks again. Y'all have a great Tuesday. Stay safe. I'm going to quit talking. Y'all stay safe, stay healthy. And most of all, y'all be kind to each other. Y'all have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye, Zach. I'll see ya.